Good morning and welcome back to Coffee Books. We will be continuing on today from the middle of page 52 in the book Coffee, a Connoisseur's Companion by Claudia Rodin. This is what to look for when you taste. Sweetness is due to the sugar content which caramelizes on roasting. Acidity is derived from a complex of compounds misnamed cafetanic acid. Coffee low in acidity tastes smooth, soft, and mellow, but some acidity is desirable as it adds sharpness and life. Coffee tastes flat without acidity. Bitterness is present naturally in some beans. It is also due to decomposition products formed during roasting. These types of bitterness are considered appealing and have their following. But the bitterness that is the result of chlorogenic acid and the soluble mineral content of the bean when there is overextraction in the brewing process is unpleasant. A neutral taste is prized particularly for its blending qualities and capacity to marry well with other tastes. Aroma, or fragrance, is the gases products of aromatic oils released by roasting. The best coffees have two or three times more aromatic oils than others. Some aromas are delicate and fleeting. Some are complex and powerful. They are experienced as part of taste. Body is a quality characterized by a thick, heavy feel and lingering rather than evanescent taste. Choosing coffee may seem perplexing and daunting at first. Some merchants offer a few well-selected types of beans, others a huge range. Most produce a brochure which lists their coffees with characteristics and different roasts as well as recommendations as to whether a type is especially good for black coffee or with milk, for breakfast or after dinner, with espresso or other methods of brewing. Sometimes, countries of origin and plantation names as well as details about altitude, soil, and production methods are also given, but no amount of information can replace tasting. There is an important element of culture and acquired taste in the enjoyment of coffee. If you don't have a strong tradition of coffee drinking behind you, you will be more open to broadening your experience and exploring the wondrous world of coffee. The pleasures of a perfect cup may be fleeting moments, but they can be repeated and they are worth pursuing. An A to Z Guide to the Choice Quality Beans Here is a list, by country of origin, of the quality coffees of the world from Africa, India, and the Americas, as well as the islands that lie within the tropics. They are all milds, apart from Santos, which is the quality Brazil. All are of the Arabica variety. There are some broad regional similarities, but each has distinctive characteristics. With the greater government control of more recent years and with associations and cooperatives forming, some of the famous historic names of coffee plantations have been absorbed into the different countries' productions. Brazil. A Portuguese captain-lieutenant of the Coast Guard, Francisco de Malopalheta, paying a visit to the governor of Cayenne, French Guiana, in 1727, was so pleased with the coffee served to him that by ingratiating himself with the governor's lady, he managed to obtain, secretly, seeds of the coffee plant. 
With these, he returned to the Portuguese colony of Para on the Amazon River. Today, many types and grades make up 30% of the world's total consumption. Santos, especially Bourbon Santos, named after the French island colony of Bourbon, now Reunion, where the seed was grown, are the most popular for their sweet, clear, neutral flavor. They can be drunk straight, but are also excellent partnered with any mild. Their true bourbon is obtained from only the first few crops, which are grown from mocha seed. After the third and fourth year, the bean changes in character. By the sixth, it has become a flat bean Santos. Red Santos is sweet, bourbon Santos is bitter, new crop Santos is acidy. Aging decreases that acidity. The rest, Rio, Piranha, Victoria, Bahia, are the less labor-intensive, mass-produced price coffees. Heavy, pungent, and harsh, muddy and often peculiarly smoky from being dried on wood fires. They do, however, age well, losing their grassy flavor. Occasionally, accidents of nature, such as the development of certain bacteria, result in a special quality. Although coffee will grow almost everywhere in Brazil, it suffers more than in any other country from unseasonable rains and storms and winter winds from the Andes. It is also permanently endangered by crippling frosts, which dramatically lose a great deal of its production, at least once every five years, on occasion as much as 80%. The chief plantations are on plateau 1,800 feet to 4,000 feet above sea level. The two most for fertile soils are terra roxa, a topsoil of red clay three feet thick, with gravelly subsoil and Sao Paulo and Masop, a yellowish soil. Apart from the better grades, coffee is essentially a quantity and not a quality product. The planter's eye is on economy. In the giant fazendas, care is not exercised in either cultivation or harvesting. Trees are not shaded, so the yield is greater, but the ripening is even more uneven. For quick picking, whole branches are ripped off with unripe and overmatured beans, and to these are added those already fermented that have fallen on the ground. Burundi. The high grades are rich and aromatic with a good body and high acidity. There is also a soft, mild, less acid variety. Cultivation was introduced by Belgian colonists in 1930. Production had dropped, but has recently been revived. Colombia. Colombia is the world's second largest producer after Brazil, famous for consistently good, fine, mild coffees, good enough to drink straight, whose distinctive characteristic is a caramel sweetness, rich flavor, slight acidity, and heavy body. They produce a quarter more liquor of given strength than Brazilian Santos. There are many grades ranging from poor to first class. The finest are grown in the foothills of the Andes, 3,500 to 4,500 feet above sea level, in the shade of banana and rubber trees. Some of the best coffee lands consist of rich loamy soil mixed with disintegrated volcanic rock or porous subsoils. Hundreds of thousands of small farms are family enterprises 
organized into a federation on a cooperative basis. Great care is taken in cultivation, picking, and processing by the wet method. The most exported grades are Supremo and Excelso. The finest is the larger breed Supremo, prized for its sweet, delicate, and aromatic taste, slightly nutty bitterness, and light body. Excelso, soft and slightly acid, is not always consistent. Other famous names are Medellin, Armenia, and Manizales, Bogota, and Bucaramanga. The government makes every effort to encourage the coffee trade to maintain its high standards and position in the world market, to keep up the living standards of coffee growers and help the fight against the narcotics trade. We are ending today at the top of page 57 and continue tomorrow or next morning for more coffee books. Thank you. Thank you.